Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks, episode 180.1. My name is Chris Britton, and let's go! Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio today, we have my co-host and buddy Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? <laughs> not much, Chris. Not not much. Living life. Yeah, living living life. life. All right. So we need to get this out of the way uh, for the listeners. All right. So this is episode 180. Point one. Uh, we recorded almost a two-hour episode last night. It did not go through well. Something messed up. So we are recording half of an episode tonight, and we're going to give you point two of 180 uh, with interview of the guy we interviewed last night. His name is Brett Mann, and he's the WKO winner of the Annapolis, Maryland uh, WKO. Hey, we had a good time last night, and we had a great time. Yeah, it was it was a really fun time, but for some reason, that didn't pan out. So, what Calder and I are going to do tonight are we're just going to go through some news. We are going to go through some community. We'll get out of here, and then you'll get part two of the episode later on down the road. So, are you ready, Calder? I am ready. Hopefully this doesn't turn into some kind of fight club where it turns out Chris has just been talking to himself the entire time, like last episode. <laughs> Man, I feel so bad. And I have, I've got to apologize for those uh, listeners out there that we know that we are your guys' entertainment on your, like, Monday commutes and things like that. So we, we I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened exactly, so we'll try to make this. Uh, at least get you through tomorrow and then hook you guys up with the rest of the interview later on. So let's move on with some news. We'll start off with the very last figure that has been spoiled, last one that we're going to cover for the uh, Harley Quinn set, and that's going to be number 100, the Harlequin, which comes in at 40 points. The Underground, uh, I'm sorry, Underworld team ability, Gotham City Underworld, and United Underworld keywords. She's a five-click long dial, starts off with top dial charge, seven speed, ten attack with quake, 17 defense with energy shield deflection. She has two traits. Uh, the first one is summon the getaway balloon, free. Once per game, generate a hot air balloon vehicle bystander. We'll get that into that in a second. And the second one is my own death trap. What's inside the box? Power. Give an adjacent opposing character a death trap token. When a character with a death trap token is given a cost of action after resolutions, remove the death trap token and roll a d6. On a 1 through 3, deal that character 1 penetrating damage. 4 through 6, choose a direction and knock back that character a number of squares equal to the d6 result. Let's talk about that trait first before we go into the hot air balloon. Good or bad? Calder, what do you think? I think it is actually really cool. It, it's sort of weird how it works with her charge quake ESD thing she has going on, so she has to get adjacent and all that. But it is a lot less complicated than all the other death traps, so that's sort of a plus. I, what do you think? I, I feel like they're kind of working at odds with each other. <laughs> By the way, since we already recorded, some of this is like, gonna, I, not trying to reuse jokes or anything, and not trying to just blatantly <laughs> rip off what we said last night, but you guys didn't uh, hear it, so... A yeah, bit of that is gonna they happen. don't know better. They don't know that. So, um, 
I mean, you you need to be adjacent to them to activate this power ability, and then four through six automatically makes them not adjacent to you. It seems counterproductive. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the hot air balloon itself, we have the flight and the vehicle uh, abilities. Those are the combat symbols. Four speed with sidestep, zero attack, zero damage, and 18 defense with a special power that gives it combat reflexes and willpower. And I still have no idea why it has combat reflexes. It's a freaking hot air balloon. I Yeah, I don't get it either. I... We talked about the soaring mechanic, like how maybe you can't punch a balloon, so maybe there's that there, but then we just ended up in a weird discussion about soaring. No one wants that back, so... I want it back. I'm just kidding. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I want it back! <laughs> I do not want it back. If anyone out there tweets us, I, I would do it. Um, so, there's that figure. I don't think it's too all-impressive. It does have one passenger with it, so... For 40 points, I don't know what you're going to put this on, but have fun, I guess. Okay, let's move into some news, and this, this is the most exciting part of the news for us, anyway. So, in four episodes from now, and I tweeted this out a couple days ago, a week ago or something, uh, the Dial H Awards ceremony for 2017 is going to be on episode 184. So, here in a couple episodes, we are going to put out uh, on Facebook and on Twitter all of the different categories for all of the different things you can vote for for figures for 2017. Make sure you only vote on either Twitter or on Facebook, but we're going to add up all of those Twitter and Facebook responses to figure out what our top awards winning clicks of 2017 are. So really excited about that. Calder, how do you feel? Oh, I'm super excited. I always wanted to do one of these game show, not really game show, but like end of the year countdown sort of things. Right. Looks like fun. It's fun, man. This will be my second one, your first one, so I know it's going to be fun. And I'm really hoping to get the community involved as much as possible on that. I think it'll be great. Uh, moving on, we have uh, the Punisher that dropped and the Justice League dropped. So we're not going to get too far into spoiler territory or anything like that if you're really anxious to see it. But overall feelings, let's start off with the Punisher. Calder? Uh, I've finished the Punisher as of today now, and that that might be my favorite Netflix show. It kind of ties with Daredevil season two, but it's who it's good. It's really good. It, I really like it. I think I equated it to like a low end Jason Bourne movie, is what I thought it was. Because Jesus guns, yeah, yeah. There's it's all guns. There are no special effects really, other than just gun wounds. Um, so no CGI, really. There's no superpowers that I've seen so far, and I think I'm like seven episodes in. No superpowers the whole season, or are there some? No no one does anything very super. Okay. That's what you mean. Yeah, no. So it's really no just... One, no uh, one's bolter. It's just like a, a conspiracy from the government plotline going on, and, and the Punisher's just killing people. So it's really well done. The fight yeah. scenes are really well done, unlike in Iron Fist. So I'm really liking the TV show. Well, this one doesn't have to be kung fu or whatever. This Punisher is just like, it's tactical, it's cut and clean. It's just like, kick people, stab people, shoot people. It's a lot easier to film than special kung fu. And you can sort of tell when kung fu isn't done properly, even though you're not like a master. I'm not saying I'm a master karate or anything, but I'm just saying Iron Fist looked bad. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's true. That's my, but, that's my unbiased opinion. Speaking but, of stabbing, though, 
There's some scenes in there where the Punisher uses knives to kill people, and they are brutal. Oh, they're super brutal. So He sneaks up on a lot of people, and he stabs a lot of people. And it's so it's awesome because all of those oh. uh, hero clicks that have stealth on them... The Finally, comics, yeah, really the, shine. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that's why he has stealth. That makes complete sense. Yep. Coming out of freaking a pile of leaves to stab a dude in, like, the collar. That was, like, the coolest thing. I love that. I love that entire... Not gonna spoil it, but the bow and arrow and the fighting and the drum. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Okay. I feel like if we keep going on that, we're definitely gonna end up in spoiler categories. Yeah. So let's move on to the Justice League. How do you feel about the... You got to see that today? Uh, I got to see it. I actually saw it opening night. Oh, okay. How do you feel about that one? uh, You know, it's a movie that came out. It's a movie that was made called The Justice League. I, I just missed the part where Jason Momoa was supposed to say, So what, huh? We some kind of Justice League? I could have swore he was going to say that, just to paraphrase Will Smith or something. But uh, I don't know. It's It was a movie. It was a movie, Chris. I feel like they had a really cool moment in it that they should have saved for later against a big fight, like against Darkseid, would have made this a bit more special without saying anything too spoilery, so I don't know what you think about it. After we get off the podcast, then you need to tell me what you're talking about. Okay, just, just sure. So I know, but uh, as a mo- mostly Marvel fan, I did not go into this expecting much out of it, and I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that the fight scenes were pretty decent. I thought that the things people were complaining about online were nowhere near what like I saw in the movie one of the things that people were complaining online was if I got this correct I, I may be a, a little bit off on this one but uh, Henry Cavill Cat Cavill Cavill guy who plays Superman he had like a mustache during filming and they had to CGI the mustache off like the movie in the movie well I did not notice that exactly at all. and I, I went into the movie knowing that and then I was trying to look specifically for that and there were multiple times where I'm like I have no idea what these people are talking about. But, of course, you have these people online that are, like, apparently the biggest film snobs in the world. They're like, of course, why? you mean you can't see that? It's so glaringly obvious. I know everything about movies ever. Like, those people. So. Wow, no, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. Zero. That's <laughs> so, insane. Mike, what's your, like, biggest gripe with it, if there is any? Biggest gripe? I, the fact that Batman's old, maybe? It's been 20 years since he started. Yeah, because everybody else is so young in the universe. Yeah. In a way, I guess, but Batman's wicked old. Like, why? That, maybe not really a gripe, more of just a general general question. Like, why did you decide to make him older than everybody? Is it because you knew that Ben Affleck wasn't going to stick around playing Batman for very long? So you just kind of like, wanted to cycle like him out? He just wanted out of the film. Like, every second, it's like, can I leave? Please? Can I go home? I feel like he's. He does not want to be in this anymore. It just... Uh, I'm getting that feeling from him <laughs> in scenes. Maybe. Uh, my biggest problem was, I don't know if Ezra Miller knows how to run. Like, if he's ever, like... Oh, my gosh, ...done yes. a thing ever. Um, so, the actor that plays The Flash. Yeah. Who I, runs like that? I, it's so goofy. <laughs> it is so oh goofy. Did you ever used to watch uh, Friends? Friends? No. You never watch Friends? I don't, okay. No. Oh, there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this that will understand what I'm saying. There was an episode okay. of Friends where I think Rachel and Phoebe decide to go running together. Like, they're going to start working out together. 
and they're running through, I think, Central Park, and Phoebe is just flailing her arms and legs, and Rachel's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm running. And we're like, you're running like that? And she's like, yeah, why do you care what other people think? You should just have fun and run as free as you want to run. That's how I felt Ezra was running. <laughs> like, his arms are just flailing out in the middle uh, of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, why does he look so goofy? <laughs> yeah, he looks, he looks really weird. So, All right, what was your favorite part? Best part of the movie, without spoiling. I'm Maybe not going to lie, Momoa's acting was one of my favorite parts of the movie. He was pretty great. I just really liked, great. like, I'm not a huge fan of Aquaman, but I just really liked him as an actor, so that was cool. For sure, for sure. That was really awesome. So, yeah. I, I liked the very last end credit scene. It's probably my favorite part of the movie. The very last one? Yeah. Yeah, because well, I'm biased, but yeah. Yeah, it was good. So, those of you that have not made it out to see it, go ahead and go see it. It really was worth watching, I think. Um, I, apparently, according to my brother, the big DC guy, he said that, financially speaking, it was a disaster. Like, they spent way more money on it than what they're going to make back. But the How much money do you think that horrible CGI cost? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> they probably spent half their budget on removing Henry Cavill's mustache. Mustache, the mustache budget. Yeah, the mustache. <laughs> That's the ne- that's the name of my next film, the mustache. But, uh, but, so yeah, I don't know. Go see it; it's good stuff. Um, moving on, Runaways drops here tomorrow. Wow, tomorrow. On tomorrow. Yeah, I need on, to get a Hulu account. Oh wow. Yeah, you do. I'm looking forward to that. We talked about that, so that was just a reminder that it's coming back or it's coming on real soon. Uh, we both finished Inhumans, so let's run through your thoughts on Inhumans real quick. Uh, I thought it was a pretty solid first season. It set up the world, gave us the characters, and they had to set up the world, I guess. It's in the same world, Agents of well, Sort of the same world in the Marvel Universe, you know how that is. Yeah. But it it showed us Adelan and showed us all these other characters. And I, I really enjoyed it. I liked everybody who portrayed the royal family. I didn't have any gripes with that. And I really kind of liked the way they sort of wrapped things up. A few problems here and there, but overall, I don't think it's as bad as everybody has been you know, ragging on it about. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know if there's any one thing in the show that I was just hands down going, wow, that was garbage. Oh, my gosh, I can wait to never see this again. So, I mean, it's going to be one of those things, if you liked it, you liked it, and if you didn't, you didn't. Maybe you shouldn't just listen to critics all the time. Yeah, So pretty much. I liked it. There was a few disappointing moments in it. Uh, and without getting into spoiling it too much, I just expected something in the last episode, and it just never came, at least not the way that I thought it was going to happen. So it was kind of disappointing a little bit. But overall, I had a really enjoyable time watching the show. Absolutely. Uh, did you hear about the Disney merger with Fox possible? Yes, no? I did, yes. Heard a little bit about that. Up in the air right now. Probably not going to happen, from what I understand, but that's always changing, so who knows? Right. So every few months, just to catch a listener up, there are talks between Marvel, I mean, uh, Disney, Marvel, and Fox Studios, and we, you never know if it's going, actually going to pan out as far as Disney acquiring the rights back to filming the Fantastic Four and the X-Men and those whole universes together. And there was just another one here about a week ago. When this one happened, though, there was a 5.6% jump in 
uh, Century Fox's stock right after the, the conversation and subsequent articles that came out. So it made it look like a little bit we're moving or getting closer to Fox finally just going, okay, we'll just sell you the rights to all this stuff back. I think it's interesting that Fox would be losing something and Disney would be gaining something and yet their stock goes up. But you know, I yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, don't. I think I think it's something along the lines of like Marvel actually acquiring or I keep saying Marvel, oh, they but actually, to me it's like Disney acquiring yeah. like portion of Fox or something like that. I'm not really sure because I'm I'm not that deep into it. Maybe one of our listeners can explain this on you know a more full level for all of us. But, if any of our listeners is an economist out there, yeah, help us out. <laughs> Those economists that just spend all their time playing Heroclix and listening yep, to us. Clearly. <laughs> Nothing better to do. Alright, and lastly in news that I have, maybe you got some more, but Deadpool Two trailer was hilarious. Did you like it? <laughs> yes, I absolutely loved it. because uh, I like Bob Ross Joy of Painting. That was like my jam for the longest time. So yeah. That was that was the best, and it's kind of overdone. People do the whole "Look at me, I'm Bob Ross" painting or whatever, but something about Deadpool doing it, it was just, it was pretty funny. Hold on, go back. Why was Bob Ross your jam? <laughs> Why was Bob Ross my jam? PBS <laughs> man, PBS. You go on there, and it's like, oh, who is this guy? He's like some retired Air Force dude. He's got an afro, and just like every time, whenever I went, uh, pretty much whenever my parents left the house, I was like. Boom, PBS, Bob Ross, Joy of Painting. He made it look so effort effortless. Like he would just like he would just touch up here, touch up there, take that little <laughs> scraper thing. Let's just and, turn these into happy trees. Yeah, turn these little happy trees right there. Uh, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. And you were supposed to like paint along and stuff. I never did that because I suck at art. But I mean, it just it looks so amazing when you see him. Like, I'm make a little waterfall right here. I'm like, that looks like a waterfall. I'm so he, he was a very talented artist. I'll give very you. talented. <laughs> I just very imagine talented. young Calder sitting there going, "Oh yes, I can't wait for Bob Ross to come on." <laughs> it was the best. Like everybody else's childhood was like Bill Nye or something. I'm like, yeah, science, paint. That's paint. what I can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, back to Deadpool. The trailer was really cool. We got to see Cable. We got to see Some Cable. Cable. At least. A little bit of Domino, too. Uh, yeah, we got to see some Domino. Mega, Mega Sonic. Mega, Mega, uh, Mega Sonic. Yeah, her. Yeah, whatever her name is. She's growing out her hair. Yeah. Point. Camera. <laughs> Did you read the uh, IMDb plot synopsis? synopsis? No. Oh my god, it's so is stupid. It? I love it. I'll read it right now. Plot summary. All right. After surviving a near-fatal bovine attack, a disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson. Struggles mm. to fulfill his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender, while also learning to cope with his loss, his lost sense of taste. Searching to regain his spice for life, as well as a flux capacitor, Wade must battle ninjas, the Yakuza, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor. Finding a new taste for adventure, and earning the coveted coffee mug title of World's Best Lover. <laughs> okay, so Ryan Reynolds wrote the plot synopsis to you on IMBD. Thank you for that. That's yep, appreciate confirmed. it. Uh, is, that, is, that, is that also Hellcow? Hellcow confirmed? Uh, fight with the bovine? Uh, maybe. That, that would be so dumb if they, they probably won't do it, but I would pay a lot of money if they maybe. did that. I mean, the first one went way, way past what everyone expected it to be. Very true. 
also so being like the knows? best X-Men Fox movie ever made. Pretty much. <laughs> so I guess that's what you can expect from Deadpool. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Now I kind of want a cooking movie. Like it genuinely makes me want like some cooking movie where he actually oh finds his God. taste or what whatever. What if Ryan Reynolds put like little five-minute segments on YouTube of him just cooking things, but in the <sighs> Deadpool costume? That would be. Oh, I would so watch that. Don't steal that from us, Ryan Reynolds. Trademark. Dialy for your trademark Deadpool cooking show. Oh, I forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about the Punisher. Something that was stupid but happened in our lives that I thought was interesting. So I started watching the Punisher, and as I was watching the Punisher, I got super excited. I decided to tweet something out about the Punisher, uh, about how awesome it was. And somebody that liked our post about <laughs> about the Punisher was one of the actresses from the Punisher. No way. Um, yeah, Ripley Sobo. Now it's the daughter of uh, Micro. That's. I mean, she's obviously a minor, so she probably didn't have much to do except for sit home and watch for hashtags of the Punisher. But the fact that one of the actresses liked our stuff was funny. I thought it was funny anyway. That, no, that's pretty great. They noticed us. We exist. We exist. Get her, dude, uh, get her on the podcast. So what was it like? Being, uh, no, I can't spoil it. I say that would spoil it. Anyways, what, what was it like being on the show? I guess it's the only non-spoiler way. I can, anyways, <laughs> that was pretty great. All right, that's all I have on news. Do you have anything else? Anything else on news? Uh, really quick, coming in December for Netflix, those of you who have Netflix, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is coming out oh, December nice. on Netflix. So that's really cool. That was like the thing that just popped up in my feed. I'm like, oh, hey, I like that all, show. All right. So, yeah. So let's go on to community, and let's start off by rectifying something that I screwed up last week's episode. Uh, do you remember the community question about if there were any more shared traits, new ones, what people would like to see? Yes, indeed. Okay, so Cody Williams, he's been tweeting in for a while now, and we appreciate that. He said that he wanted the Brotherhood of Evil, and somehow in my head I jumped to Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and we were talking about the Punish or about the Juggernaut. And what he meant was the Brotherhood of Evil from DC Comics, which I had to look this up, but they're actually uh, rivals, archenemies of the Doom Patrol and the Teen Doom. Titans. Mm. So my bad. Hope you forget. Yeah, see, I couldn't name I couldn't name one Brotherhood of Evil character from DC like off the top of my head. Nope. I, I, Do you I, I could, could not either? No. Yeah, but. That would be cool, since we did get a Doom Patrol. It would be nice yeah. to get Brotherhood of Evil. I just wanted to fix my mistake, so there you go, Cody. Moving on We did the rest it. of the community. Let's go back to the community question that we posted this week, which was, in the upcoming X-Men set, which characters are you looking forward to being title characters? And we're also giving away a movie for that. So I'll start it off on Twitter, and then we'll jump back and forth from Twitter to Facebook. Critical Missive said he would like to see Nightcrawler. All right, Sam and Jeffries on the Facebook, Wolverine, both of them, and Cyclops. Okay. Uh, James Martin said, while I know it will be Professor X or Jean Grey, I want, nay, I need a self-destroying <laughs> X-Man from Age of Apocalypse. Hashtag beast mode. That'd be great. <laughs> X-Man, one of the most uh, underrated characters of all time. Uh, I don't know who he is, so yeah, probably. Uh, Ares Edge, Scarlet Witch, should be House of M version 
and then someone like Emma Frost or Jean Grey, I would be really down for a Scarlet Witch House of M title character. No more mutants and all that good stuff. I would too, but now that she's not a mutant, I... Is that what's happening right now? Yeah, she's no longer a mutant. They've retconned uh, it. So right. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are A, no longer mutants, and B, no longer the son and daughter of Magneto. Well, I, th- I thought it was figured out that they weren't yeah, son and daughter of Magneto before that. Yeah. But Weird. no, they got their powers from the high evolutionary now. That makes sense. They're supposed to live on that Mount yeah, Wondergore for a while, Wondergore, I guess. Yeah. So, sure. Uh, back, back to Twitter, and by the way, guys, we really like when we get some new faces in here tweeting in answers and stuff. We appreciate that. So if you listen to the podcast, we appreciate that. If your friends listen to the podcast, convince them they need to start tweeting in and interacting with the community, too. That would be fun. So Chris Rizzi, uh, he tweeted in and said, I would have to say it would be great to have a better rogue. And I remember last night when we were talking about this, I said that in – uh, the most recent game I played with myself, because I was bored at home alone, I used the rogue from the X-Men set, the one that goes, like, Super Saiyan when she unlocks her Simon Williams powers. And I thought she was good. I, I didn't think she was a bad character. So, I don't, I don't know. That is a really good rogue, but maybe it's because it's so specific. I it's, mean, like, one storyline. I don't know. What else do you want rogue to do? <laughs> She has the she has steel energy. She has the ability to copy your like uh, your powers. That's what Rogue does. That's pretty yeah. That's Rogue. That's that's Rogue for you. <laughs> uh, but on the Facebook, uh, James Peckham, gotta be Xavier and Mags. What he wants for title characters. Those would be good. Yes. Uh, on on the Twitter, collectible agrees with him. Professor X. He's never really had a powerful dial, but deserves one. I don't know if I agree with him never having a powerful dial. His, um, the AVX. Yeah, I think exists. we talked about some powerful Professor X's there. Yeah. Especially but, that AVX one. But it would be cool to see him as a title character. And I, as far as X-Men characters go, he's probably one of the most likely ones to actually get a title character status. For sure. Brian Pulling kind of echoes that too. Professor X better be a title character. No ifs or buts about it here. <laughs> and it, and if we don't get a title uh, title character of Professor X, we're, we're rioting and burning down WizKids. Yep, rioting the streets, blaming Steve. Seth Aaron Ted <laughs> tweeted in, and I mentioned this last night. I, I have to mention this because it's so funny. Seth Aaron changes his name on Twitter all the time, and he always changes his name to the most random stuff, and I love it because this week his name is Public Restroom Handshake, which is the <laughs> most awkward thing ever. <laughs> It always makes me laugh. It's like naming uh, yourself urinal eye contact. It's just weird. <laughs> so weird. He said Professor X, Mags, Jean Grey, in parentheses he put, it's probably her, or Psychops. And I think that if we're probably going to get to, which we've been getting to in the last couple sets, it'll probably be Jean Grey and Psychops. Jean Grey and Psychops, that's what you're going for? I, I think so, yeah. I don't know about Psychops, but yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, uh, Stefan John Hannon. It'd be nice to get a new Apocalypse. He'd also make a great title character. But with the set being first class, most likely Xavier would be one of them. I'm so down for a new Apocalypse being oh, a title sure. character. At least an Apocalypse, at the very least. I mean. Oh, yeah, when's the last time they made Apocalypse? I don't even remember, but we need to That was, like, the, the con exclusive from, like, 2014 or 13 or something like that, probably. 
He's way overdue. Yeah. Just to get a new hero. Way overdue. I don't know. I don't think we're getting Colossals in this next set, but, I mean, whatever. So, if they would just want to make a regular size Apocalypse, that's fine with me. Just make him OP. Uh, yeah. We have uh, on the Twitter, Chris Kurt said Professor X would be a good title character. I want the Hellfire Club to be remade, though, and I think that would be a fantastic sub theme for the set. Definitely. With the new Black King, we got definitely yeah. need some filling out with the new, or at least a modern age version of the Hellfire Club. Brandon Erdman, it'd be even cool with Beast title character, or maybe a Gambit. We definitely need a new Gambit. There's yeah. no way around it. Uh, the most recent beast is the one from the one that has the Avengers keyword and I use him and he's yeah, like super outwit but he, he's really good he's just not very X-Men like to me I don't know why definitely feels like more of a secret Avengers style beast Yeah. Uh, Cody Williams uh, wrote in and said magic which the last time we got magic I checked last night and it was from AVX so she is way overdue for uh, reclixing for sure. She might have a cool, like, creatures of limbo or something, power, or, like, some crazy teleporting. Who knows? At least some ability to generate little demons. Yeah. Demon bystander tokens. Kind of like how the Joker and Harley throw out their goons. Yeah, that that would be good. Amber Collins, the most likely candidates would be Professor X and Magneto. Don't know why I said it in an accent, but she sounds so smart. I was like, well, the most likely candidates. Like, this isn't most likely. This is our... our <laughs> Our dreams. We don't want thought-provoking answers. We just want people being like, man, I want Wolfsbane or somebody that they just love to be it. But okay, most likely. All right. Uh, one of the only people, maybe the only person that wrote this in, C-U-R, the best leader of the X-Men, Storm. Yes. Storm is fantastic. I really like her as a character, so if they wanted to make her a title character, I would be all for it. Yep. Messing with the weather, have to be rocking the mohawk. That is, that is for me. Needs to be the next storm. Has to have the mohawk. It's been too long since we, since we've seen that. You remember that Thor hero click that if you were outside of X number of squares, you couldn't target him, and it was supposed to indicate some kind of uh, like rainstorm, thunderstorm, where you couldn't see him from very far away. Yeah. I think every storm ever made should have something like that. For sure, she's always got turning clouds or whatever around, or lightning and thunder. Sure, yeah, I can I can do that. Like a snowstorm, you barely yeah. ever see her use snow or whatever. I'd be so with that. All I can think is stupid Halle Berry quotes right now. Ah, jeez. All right, <laughs> frog look like when it's hit by lightning. Anyways, uh, Tamu Halasharu Halakla. See, I'm gonna screw his last name again. In 24 hours, I've not figured out how to say his last name. Yeah, okay. Timu, yeah, Timu. When I look at a title character, I look at who has headlined their own book. So, okay, once again, you're trying to be smart and give a thought-provoking answer. Jeez, you guys. Not just being part of a team. As such, I gotta assume that Wolverine, Logan, but also a fair shot at Laura getting the title character clicks. It'd be really cool to see uh, Logan and Laura. I'd like to see another duo, but if they both get title characters, that'd be also great. I honestly am not a big fan of duos anymore because I got rid of the duo attack team a bit or like little ability. Oh yeah. Which I don't I don't think they should have gotten rid of, but it's a past rule now, so it's bye bye. Yeah, sadly. Whatever. We got one from Jay Sanzen. I uh, said I would love a Magneto and a Cable. I think both of those are actually good characters. Magneto is much more likely to get one than Cable, but 
we did just get a cable in the a really good cable. Yeah, really good cable. Yeah. So. He also said it would be all. It would also be nice to have a good Cyclops. So we got another Cyclops. Game. All right, for sure. I uh, did call uh, Professor X or Phoenix. All right. Yep. And I have one more from Bryce Banger. Wolverine, Jean Grey, Professor X, any of the originals that could use a definitive piece, which last night, if I remember, I said that probably if out of the original five, I would say that we have a definitive Iceman in the most recent Iceman. He's fantastic. I good. agree. Um, we do not have a definitive Angel, I would say. I don't know what more you could do with Angel. And I'm not specifically, talking about Angel. yeah, okay, see, I really like that Archangel, but specifically Angel, yeah, it's kind of hard. To... Angel's hard. Um, Cyclops, I don't know. We've had some pretty decent Cyclopses over the years. The ABX Cyclops is good, really good. Um, I, I believe we've already done a Cyclops on casual comparisons, haven't we? I think so. That would be before me. Um, if we have, I think we have, and I, I know we've done a Professor X. We did that yeah. with uh, Professor Erx from the Alpha Strike. Alpha Strike, yep. Yeah. So, yep, yep. Uh, see, any of the originals that could use? I, yeah, I don't know about the other ones. Beast, I think we could probably use a more definitive Beast. For sure, for sure. Maybe not a title character, but a more definitive Beast, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm out on Twitter, so you, you round it I out. will rattle off the last. It's four now. We actually got a reply early this morning, so that's really cool. One more person jumping okay. on the question. Cool. Uh, Jeremy Clark, got to be Wolverine and Cyclops. They should each have some sort of trait that helps against the other. Also, Cyclops should be better because, uh, as he would tell you if he were here, he's better than everyone. That's about the way Cyclops is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Man Cyclops Bach O'Brien. Right. Yes, I am. Yeah, Cyclops is right. On some things. Eh, we're not going to get in that discussion. Uh, Manbach O'Brien, I'm going to go with Nightcrawler. Love that fussy blue elf. I totally agree. David Herberger, I was going to email this question, so thanks for saving me the time. Professor X and Magneto. Professor X could have a title ability that skips your opponent turn. turn. It would cost at least eight title points, and we'd like to see Magneto be able to convert opponents' characters into Brotherhood. Uh, that would yeah. be insane, skipping your turn. We were talking about that last yep. week, how we don't have one of those mechanics in the game yet. So a character that would allow you to do that, just it, just one turn, could very possibly change the course of the entire game. Oh, Which, yeah. I mean, if you, if you ever play Magic, people will tell you outright, if you plan on triggering that ultimate, that ultimate should win you the game. If it doesn't, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. So, Taking two turns in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, I, I would love that. would be crazy. Maybe it'll be interesting. I don't know about the whole converting them friendly. Maybe something more to do with like map manipulation or objects. Be more Magneto esque. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, you know and... what? You know what I, I remember from last night. We yeah. asked Brett what he thought about this, and since we're probably not going to get into this with him on the on the part two of this episode, but he said he would like to see a Magneto that has the ability to control all of the loose items on the map, so all of the random still laying around light and heavy objects, and make objects at object attacks with every single one of the ones that are still laying on the map, which I thought would have been super funny and cool. That would be awesome, especially for mags. And then the last one, Tyler Muren, possibly Kitty Pride or Storm, if it's a newer X-Men-related set. On the flip side, I guess it would be Cyclops, Emma, and Emma, if... 
with him and Scott Summers with a bystander. That's kind of funny, I'd imagine, with them throwing out a Scott bystander. <laughs> uh, because the story of my understanding was that Cyclops was actually dead, but Emma made everyone think he was still alive. I have no idea what story that is, but that'd be hilarious if she just throws out a dead Scott, like, hey, Cyclops is here, yeah! <laughs> Check it out! Um, He's fine, everybody! It's kind of like Weekend at Jerry's or whatever that movie was we called. Really got sunk. Bernie's, there you go. I have horrible yeah. memory. It's like, yeah, movie. see? He's alive! Say hi, Cyclops! <laughs> yeah. Alright, yep, uh, so, so that is it. That's it. So if you were to make one, or you, who would you like to see called as a. I would definitely want to see Nightcrawler. He's my favorite X-Man, and I'd definitely be really great to have his ultimate be something like you remove all the tokens, and then he just teleports, and he makes a close combat attack against every single opposing character, like once, sort of like how the Hawkeye does. If he just teleports all the way around the map, and then he can teleport away or something. I think that'd be that great. That is super funny that you say that, because do you remember the game, let's see, Marvel Avengers... Alliance? No, 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 no. The one for the actual consoles. Ultimate Alliance. There we Ultimate go. Ultimate Alliance, yep. The extreme power or whatever was just what you said. You activate that and you literally hit every enemy that's currently on the map. That is awesome. So that nailed it. If I had to make a character, it would probably be Legion. One, I don't think they've ever like really nailed Legion, but we were talking about how, last night, about how... Um, I've read the comic X-Men Legends, and for a while, uh, X-Men, le- uh, let's see, the main character of it was Legion, and he had finally gotten his powers under control by making a deal with all of his inner psyches, and they all had, like, free reign every once in a while to take over the body and kind of do what they wanted to do, and in exchange, he would get their powers when he wanted them and needed them for whatever mission he was trying to do. So it was like this weird trade-off that he was doing with himself. But I have no idea how that would translate into a title character, but just you can make it do whatever you wanted because he has any power that he wants. So I'd be so down for that. Yeah, it's I mean, the world is your oyster when it comes to Legion. So he, he's crazy. Yep, he is. But he's also a really interesting character to me. All right, that's all we have on the community questions. Now, uh, we do give away free stuff on this podcast, and with this community question, we decided to give away a copy of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. And Calder, who do you want to tell us who that was? Uh, the winner, quick John McGraw over here on Facebook, was Samuel Jeffries. All right, congratulations, Samuel Jeffries. And also, holy crap, you guys are fast. Like, we put up these community questions. Calder and I try to put these up on Facebook and Twitter, like, within the same minute. And within just a few minutes, we're getting answers from some of you guys. So I know on my end, the very first person that responded was Cody Williams. And he was just a few minutes behind Samuel Jeffries. So whenever we put those community questions up, that's how you guys win stuff from us. So first person that answers gets it. And as far as next week's community question, which will be tomorrow... (laughs) Uh, On Tuesday, we're going to throw this up, so whoever answers first is going to win a copy of Spider-Man Homecoming. I know somebody just got giddy right there because they were looking for that. But, disclaimer, if you've already won, yeah, sorry, we're trying to spread the love a little bit around, so you're you're disqualified from winning if you've already won. (laughs) Apologize for that. But, moving on. Here in four episodes... 
like I said, not only are we going to be doing the uh, Dial H annual awards ceremony, but we're also going to be naming the super fan for all the people that have been st that have stuck around or new listeners uh, that have been tweeting in and answering community questions and sending us emails and everything like that. We've been keeping track of that information and seeing who's doing what and just who's being a super fan for us. So, uh, I know I have one guy that's like, ooh, me, 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 pick me. So don't let him be the only contender, guys. Send in some tweets. Be like, hey, I want to be this. I want to. Yeah, be super if you want to be the Superman, uh, Superman, the super fan, go ahead and send me Alexa through God of Apocalypse. That will definitely <laughs> give you my vote. <laughs> so buying the judges is a thing, apparently. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, if that's the case, not. I don't, I don't need a chase. <laughs> all I want that I've managed to not get at all. Don't know how it's happened. Is that Le Moon Knight that I still want that won the, the phases of the moon Moon Knight? No, the the Moon Knight that we chose as the casual comparisons winner. Ah. And look, hold on, let me let me see what the the number is. I still don't have it, and I really really want it. Moon Knight. Search. That guy. Uh, M sixteen number ten. 75 points i just oh it is cycles of the moon yeah see i i didn't know that was a memory right. trait you're right i apologize but boom yeah okay uh we do have more questions from our community which we appreciate uh let's go to i know we got something from facebook oh, do you want me to get, hit up to facebook first we'll go that right away uh malcolm rush has thanksgiving questions which is right around the corner for everybody so these are six questions, and I'll go ahead and rattle them off. Which is the most stuff for its clicks? So much stuff, it costs way more than it should be. What is the most stuffing stuffed hero clicks, you think? Chris, in your opinion. I'm, I'm just for time's sake, I'm going to run through my answers from last night. I chose uh, Doctor Strange Planeswalker, just because I think that in addition to him being Planeswalker, he's got a pretty solid dial. Absolutely, and I said the Shifting Focus Deadpool, because he's the only Shifting Focus character with way more than the others, and there's almost every situation you can think of, there's a Deadpool for that situation. Second one is, what is the best and worst overweight figure in Furoclix? So the best that I chose was Big Bertha. She's fantastic, and she has like four, the equivalent of stop clicks. So, or maybe even a little bit better, depending on how you roll. So yeah. she's fantastic. 56 points, great figure. So I chose Amanda Waller from Joker's Wild because she is the wall. I didn't like the skinny Waller we got because, like, in comics, she's big and she's intimidating and she, like, she means business. So I love that one. She's got stealth, leadership, and she basically helps out Suicide Squad's team, especially with these new ones. And if they're going to be dying as much as their trait makes it sound, you're going to need leadership. Uh, the, yeah, the worst, I'm just going to say the Great Goblin, uh, the Goblin King version of him is better. Not the Goblin King that we all know and hate, but the Hobbit-style Goblin King, I think, is better than the Great Goblin. That's it. I didn't like the Great Goblin. He's really bad. I number three. Have a worst. Okay. Uh, number three is the biggest turkey in Hero Clicks. Chris? Uh, biggest turkey, and I had to look this up, stupid failure <laughs> of a person. Biggest turkey, I'm going to go with Toad from the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. That guy is an idiot. He screws up everything he does. I totally agree. I'm going to go with Fool Killer. I really like Fool Killer. I like his shtick. I like all the Fool Killers. But playing this most recent one, I 
the stars aligned just so I could hit Plastic Man just right, and then I roll a crit miss and push myself to death for the opponent to win the game. So yeah, I really burned myself on that piece. I, so, I remember yeah. laughing about this. Just, yeah, see? Last last night. <laughs> you don't get our genuine laughter, but Chris was like, that is so sad. And it was sad. I was like, oh, man, I lost because I pushed myself and crit missed myself to death. And that, that made me feel like a turkey. So I hate Fool Killer because of that. Next question. Uh, what kind of keywords do you suggest for a Thanksgiving theme? Here we I, go. I I didn't feel bad about this joke last night. I'm not feeling bad about it now. The Invaders. There we go. Yeah, see, I just, ah, Chris. So I think past, just past, should be good enough, but invaders, if you may, like past is fine. Warrior, maybe even if you want, but invaders, but okay, ah, jeez. Ah, Chris. And now the last question. What team would you make as a Thanksgiving team? Do you have your thrown together team ready, Chris? Um, I, so... I had to look this up, and you made fun of me last night, but I think this is okay. I, I looked up to see what Native Americans are superheroes and have been clicked, basically. And there were a few that I found that I are actually either actually fun to play, or I just like them. So Red Wolf uh, from the Avengers set is really fun, and I liked playing him a lot. Um, Firebird also from the Avengers set. It's just an interesting figure, and not many characters. Well, they got rid of Sharpshooter, so very true. You know, there's that. She's way overcosted for what she does, but she looks cool. And then all the way back from Fantastic Forces, uh, the veteran Moonstar riding on that Pegasus, and I just she has the transporter team ability, and I thought it was fun. I did. That's what I all right, sweet. I had a little Thornigo team. I did. I chose Rajaz, which is the 1602 Captain America, where he kind of is welcomed into a Native American tribe, which I thought was really cool. Then I have Thunderbird, because he has a sick punching a fighter jet, special damage power, and he's also John Proudstar, the brother of Warpath. Then for the football side of Thanksgiving, I chose Venom, the Flash Thompson Venom from the Deadpool set. You can also choose Cyborg, if that's what you want to go with. And then I had Falcon for my turkey, but if you want to use, like, Howard the Duck or somebody else, if you don't want to use, like, a human being to be your turkey, you can always use Howard the Duck. Uh, but if you go Falcon routes, you'll have a 391-point team. So to round it out, I use the Gluttony Relic. I think that's pretty much how everybody feels after Thanksgiving. Uh, mine came up to 275 points, so at least enough room to throw some, like, ID cards and stuff on there. For sure, it's like it's like having the family having the family come over, ID yeah. cards, yeah. have them stop by. Um, so last thing that I had is actually from Seth Aaron. Uh, he said, "So I have a question for you guys. Where do you think these chases will end up playable wise? I think Flash has meta potential and Grail late dial is great. Calder's bias for sexy Lexi aside. Ah, uh, so yeah, he's obviously talking about the Dark Side War chases from the newest Harley Quinn set." We, I'll just speak for myself. I'll let Calder do himself here in a second. But I think that the only one that may see real meta potential at all is going to be Flash, like I said on last episode. The other ones are fun and have got some like niche little cool things going for it, but I just don't think any of them are going to end up meta. I think that there are some figures that people are going to try and make meta, like probably... Maybe Superman is the one that I was talking about last night, just because he's got he's a beat stick for 200 points, but that's too much to invest in it. So, 
I just the only one I think is gonna be Flash. I definitely agree. I do want to see how Flash is gonna hold up against like a mini shredder team if they can ever actually track him down to get adjacent to steal easy damage to him, you know. Uh, but besides that, I, I know Flash is for sure gonna show up on more teams. I want to talk about Lex Luthor, but I can't. I'm gonna find a way to make him meta, so I'll probably talk about him later. Wonder Woman is gonna be a Colin, I think. Period. Just she's amazing, especially if Flash starts to show up a lot on teams. If you can get it right, she has her whole God Killer thing going on. So Wonder Woman for sure is going to be a call-in. And oh, I remember I was talking about that last. Yeah, week. we did agree. We all agreed on that. It's a fantastic call-in. It's probably 125 points. He is amazing. And Batman, if Batman was 50 less points, I could see somebody trying to put him on a team. But 225, I think, is too much for what he does. Even though he's got free phasing with nine range, I mean, it's great if you want to get that kind of alpha strike off, but I just think he's a little bit bloated. For sure. I agree 100%. He is an awesome sculpt. He's beautiful. Oh, no, it's amazing. It's But he's just not meta. Huge chair. Yeah, I just don't think he's going to make the cut. Okay. So I hope that answers your question, Seth Aaron. Um, make sure, listeners, uh, send in tweets, questions on Twitter. You can file a, follow us on Twitter at Dial H4, that's the number four Hero Clicks. Uh, on Facebook, just search for Dial H for Hero Clicks. And if you want to send us an email, people do that from time to time. Send that to Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. And um, oh, don't forget that we are still monetized with Amazon. So if we post anything from Amazon onto the Twitter or onto Facebook, you follow that link. You buy something, does not need to be whatever we sent the link to. Just fill up your cart with whatever after you. Click the link, and uh, we should get a commission on yeah. that, which helps the podcast, and we appreciate it, guys. And Black Friday is coming up, so don't forget. Ooh, Black Friday is coming up. So uh, let's see. I think I think that's it. That's all I got. Calder, do you have anything else? Fantastic. Then I will read us out of here. As always, Dialage for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right, thanks, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll get back with you on part two as soon as we can. Bye. Bye.